The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? In the first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Info. Influencer SEO Week on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And this week, we're going to publish an episode every day talking about how you can think about leveraging influencer marketing strategies to improve your SEO performance. Joining us for Influencer SEO Week is Joe Sinkowitz, who is the co-founder and CEO of IntelliFluence, which is a simple and powerful marketing platform that helps brands partner with key influencers to achieve better marketing results. And today, Joe and I are going to talk about how SEOs and influencers can work together. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's the first installment of Influencer SEO Week with Joe Sinkowitz from IntelliFluence. Joe, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. It is great to be here, Ben. I know this is what, number three? I, God, is, I, know we, I think we're like three years into this. I feel like we've met like once a year for the last three years. I feel like I've known you my whole life. Roughly, yes. Yeah. Well, it's exciting to have you back. And you're a man of many talents. We've had you on this podcast talking about some general SEO strategies. Last year, we had you talking about gray hat SEO. Some of the... you know That was fun. Good was and may, fun. maybe shady practices that some SEOs have uh, put into play. And we're going to talk about influencer marketing this week. First off, how the hell do you know about influencer marketing? I thought you were an SEO. Well, they're so tightly coupled that it became an outgrowth. What happened was, obviously, my background is in SEO. And we talked about it. Maybe we'll rehash just a little bit. I've been in SEO since the 90s. You know, Cut my teeth on Viagra. Uh, the pay-to-loan update exists because of me. Sorry about that. <laughs> hang on, hang on. We got to clarify the cut my teeth on Viagra. You mean you were 
selling fix your pee pee pills, not actually <laughs> like, you know, scraping your teeth on. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, let's go ahead and clarify that. Uh, <laughs> while I was in college, I was asked by a physician that decided, hey, I think there's going to be a market for selling stuff over the computers. At that point in time, we were just playing with AltaVista. We really didn't know what we were doing. I was using something called HTML script, which became Miva and Miva Merchant back in the day. So I was like around 97-ish. At that point in time, he wanted to sell a prescription drug without a prescription by the name of Viagra. Mm-hmm. And so I had to figure out, how do you do that? Once we figured that out, and it was just a matter of where do you get people to find it? We had no idea. We just sort of stumbled around in the dark, found AltaVista, figured out how to rank in AltaVista, and then everything after that was just sort of history. You were an SEO at that point. You just kind of kept going down that path. About four years ago, a little over four years ago, actually, I guess five now, I was recruited by a family out of Burbank, a very wealthy family that wanted to create a series of really crazy products like a vaping cell phone. (laughs) And this illustrious product, unfortunately, had one side effect. And that's you can't advertise on AdWords. You can't do Facebook ads for anything related to vaping. So it was a restricted product. Mm -hmm. At that point in time, my budget was close to zero. So I had very few options to make things go. My one option was to try to take product that I had on hand and put it in the hands of someone that had a decent audience that represented the buyer persona associated with the person that might ultimately buy. So we played with that. It worked. Then I started discovering, hey, there's a lot of these agencies that represent some of these influencers. But it was fairly high priced and they had a lot of monthly minimum issues, a lot of kind of large rips within the contracts. Mm -hmm. So I decided that it was time to just build something myself with a software background. So we built IntelliFluence four years ago and didn't look back. It just happened to be that because we were organic SEOs before we were anything else, that's who wanted to sign up for our service because they figured, oh, it's something shady that Joe's doing. <laughs> I, was kind of, I didn't want to go there, but it seems like all the shady businesses somehow find you, Joe. It's, you know what? I'm like a magnet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, in all honesty, though, because we had all these relationships with search agencies and tool providers and whatnot, it was fairly easy to get them interested in whatever we were going to ultimately sell. And then from there, bloggers is just an influencer type. So we decided, okay, let's go after bloggers. And when we did and we onboarded them into the system, that became sort of the foray into how does SEO and influencers match together. So let's talk a little bit more about that. I think that's the obvious overlap is influencers can come in multiple different channels, right? Yes. There's your social media influencers. Everybody thinks of the Kardashians on Instagram. Right, TikTok has got their own. I'm sure that there are accounts on Twitter and maybe even Facebook. I've heard of them before. Yep. And also bloggers you mentioned as well. How do SEOs take advantage? And, you know, in the high level, how should they be working with influencers? Well, if they're determining that their end KPI is to rank as an SEO, then they have to look at which signals can they play with that will ultimately change their KPI. What will help them reach that result? One of those ultimately ends up being links. Therefore, 
what they could do in order to work with specific influencers that have blogs is the way that they would work for any sort of sales organization. You approach the people that are already relevant in a market that already have an audience that is eager to send traffic to you and you cultivate a relationship. Well, so Joe, tell me how this is different than just outright link buying strategies. So that's a great question. When we were trying this out in the early days, that's what we thought was going to happen. We thought it was just going to be, oh, you just buy a link and you're done. What ended up being different is there's a psychological trigger where when you approach someone and you say, look, I value you as an expert in your field of, let's say, cosmetics. I want to give you my product so you could review it for your audience because you're the expert in cosmetics. And here's our website. You're going to get the link, but it's going to be extremely on target. And what's really strange is it tends to cost less asking for someone to apply their influence and giving them product and then paying them a little bit afterwards than it does just approaching someone cold and saying, I would like to buy a link on your blog. I don't know all the psychological reasons, but it's, that's the way it's played out for us. Sure. I mean, you're showing some respect for someone. You're validating their authority. It's a nice way to approach somebody who has an audience and ask them for something like a link is to ask them for a review. I understand how that works for the cosmetic influencers. But, you know, hey, look, I run a search in a MarTech podcast. I'd love to have an influencer program that boosts our SEO. I can't offer them a free service. I can't give them a tube of lipstick. That doesn't work for my brand. I don't have a physical product. For brands that are outside of e-commerce to just do product giveaways and reviews, what are some of the other ways that you've seen them use influencers to drive SEO results? So your example is a good one. Because now we're talking a little bit about B2B. We're talking about something that might be perceived as less tangible. For products like that, what you're looking for them to do is to describe it. What is your experience listening to this podcast? Did you learn something from this particular episode? What were the nuggets that you took away that you might be able to talk about? It gets even better though, because you could pair bloggers with YouTube, for example. If you're dealing with something that's really difficult to explain, let's say it's not even just like a MarTech podcast, but it's a MarTech podcast about cybersecurity tools. It's something like really, really difficult. Mm -hmm. Well, you might have to pay through the nose to have an expert do a walkthrough that's real deep on YouTube. But then you can always get that and you can start embedding it into lower level influencers that are in the same category within their blog. So now you're going to have the YouTube views that you're driving as well as they're going to end up linking to you in the blog post. You don't have to have them do as detailed a review of the product, but you can have them do like a more of a reaction. Like, what did you think about this? What was your perception about this as a possible buyer? Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. 
Prefizzle's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So from an SEO perspective, talk to me overall about where working with influencers should fit into your link building strategy. Is this, you know, you're going to do your organic linking. Maybe we have guests on our podcast. We ask them to link to the show. Outside of that, you know, you could do link building, link buying. You can work with influencers. Talk to me about what are some of the other link building strategies that you've used and where does working with influencers fit into that? So, I mean, I've done a little bit of everything, obviously, from the somewhat dark to the very clean. The way that it works tends to do with the competition you're dealing with. If, for instance, uh, Intel Affluence, we dog food now. All the links that we try to get, we're getting just from our own network. And the only thing that we're really doing is every time we have a post go live, we just reach out to our influencer base and say, Hey, we wrote something new. Who would like to read it and write about it on their site and just talk about their experience being an influencer themselves? Simple as that. Now, those are all paid promotions, right? There's a a monetary relationship here. Correct. So talk to me about the legality of... And maybe legality isn't the right term here, but you know, it's, you're not supposed to buy links according to Google and you're paying an influencer to then go give you a link. Uh, how does this fit into you know, black hat, white hat SEO? Well, first, I'm going to clutch my pearls here. Now, the, <laughs> oh, Joe. The, 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 the takeaway is I am for disclosure. I want them to go ahead and say, this is a sponsored post. I have no problem with it being no-followed. We find that some of them will go ahead and just no-follow it. Some just don't, but they still talk about how it's a paid post. It's still passing value. We're increasing uh, within the targeted phrases that we're going after without having to worry about, you know, is the penalty lurking? Simply because we are and we have been for disclosure. Within the social side of things, it's even more interesting because we found within our own data, like the tweets and the Facebook posts and whatnot, the ones that have disclosure versus the ones that don't, there's really little difference in terms of the overall engagement and click-throughs. So you're better off just disclosing and getting it over with so you don't have to worry about any potential action down the road. Yeah, it's interesting. Have you seen there actually been action? Obviously, there's you know the Google manual penalty that can happen. What are some of the actions you've seen people take if their influencers are not disclosing that the relationship is a paid one? The only stuff I've really seen has been on the FTC side. And it was to make a couple examples of people. For instance, there was a high-profile case where Xbox and the agency that Xbox was using on YouTube. Uh, so what they're doing is they're taking like clips of Xbox and showing it within gaming videos. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't have the data handy, but like the fine that they were levied was a fraction of the sales that they made by having those embedded videos. And whenever the FTC is kind of cracking down and they're 
they're not cracking down a whole lot. It's been in those higher profile, I'm going to make an example out of you sort of cases. I still try to tell our influencers and I tell our brands, don't fight disclosure. You know, them doing a hashtag spawn on an Instagram post, it's not going to hurt you in the slightest. Everyone already assumes that there's some level of payola that exists because every marketing activity inherently has some give and take, whether it's cash or it's product or it's influence itself to be played down the line. There's some back and forth. So I guess going back to my earlier question, when you think about overall link building strategies, organic linking, influencers, link buying, where does this fit into your overall strategy? For us, it tends to be the primary strategy. Now, that's not necessarily going to be the case for all brands and all enterprises. They might have a better time working press to get magazine and newspaper links. And maybe there's trying to be top of mind in that perspective. But for those that don't have that kind of budget and they're looking for something that's a lot less expensive, influencers work really well. And it, it's not just my network. There's a lot of networks out there. Test them out. Because it's the big difference between something like an influencer network and a PBN is you're not going to see you know a bullshit payday loan affiliate guy using an influencer network to get a review. Because in most cases, the influencer is going to say, no, that's not relevant to what I do. And they're not going to give the link. So that entire domain is probably going to last longer, going to be subject to fewer penalties itself. So there's a quality distinction that occurs within general influencer marketing with bloggers versus the lower end automated stuff. I guess the last question I have for you today is talk to me about the cost for working with influencers. You've mentioned a couple of times that it's less expensive than some other link building strategies. How should you evaluate the cost of an influencer campaign? So one easy way is if you're a big fan of a particular metric that you're following, maybe you're looking at DA, maybe you're looking at DR, maybe you're, you know, looking to see what, you know, search metrics is doing, maybe you're looking at majestic scores. You know, for trust rank, whatever you're following, you could kind of back out the links that you already have and what their scores are, and then look at an influencer network to try to find similar scores and evaluate costs that way. So for us, we look a little bit at trust rank right now. And you know, you can go as low as you want. I find the sweet spot right now to be somewhere between 50 bucks and 250 bucks for an organic post that's you know of no specific length. Just write an honest review. Okay, Joe, I think we're off to a good start. Want to hear more about how to work with influencers to boost your SEO. We're going to bring you back every day this week to talk about a different facet of using influencers to boost SEO performance. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Joe Sinkowitz, co-founder and CEO of IntelliFluence. Tune back in tomorrow if you want to hear more of my conversation with Joe when we're going to discuss where to find influencers to boost your SEO performance. We'd love to continue this conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Joe, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter where his handle is Cygnus SEO, C-Y-G-N-U-S SEO. Or you could visit his company's website, which is IntelliFluence.com. I-N-T-E-L-L-I-F-L-U-E-N-C-E.com. 
And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you could always reach out over social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 